Hey everybody, this is Patrick Cacciatore with No Struggle, No Story. Here on No Struggle, No Story, we talk with highly successful athletes about struggles or adversities that they've faced in their life and how they've, over they've overcome these struggles or adversities to grow not only as athletes, but people as well. And today I'm super pumped to be bringing on uh, first team All Big Ten and career high ACP 690 Zeke Clark, the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you for coming on. Today, man. <laughs> yeah, man, of course. Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pumped to have you. And um, yeah, I mean, I know we spoke a little bit through text and just some stuff like that about what you want to talk to and, you know, some things that you've really dealt with throughout, you know, your career and stuff. And so you can seriously start it wherever you feel is best, man. It's all you. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I was introduced to, to tennis at a really, at a really young age by my, by my dad. He, uh, he played division three tennis at a small school in St. Louis called Principia and uh, had lots of success. Um, but he also played soccer. Um, so he was a uh, played, played both sports there, which is, uh, which was pr pretty cool. And then, um, you know, had a little bit of success playing, uh, playing after college on the, on the professional circuit. And, uh, you know, it got to the point where um, it, he, he grinded for as long as he could. And then, um, you know, reality kind of sets in and, uh, he had to move move away from the sport to to be able to to provide and um, you know really really start his uh, his life. Um, so he uh, he introduced me at a, at an early age and uh, you know never really put any pressure on me to play. Uh, he kind of allowed me the uh, the freedom to fall in love with the sport and you know that I'm I'm very grateful for that I didn't have that pressure to play, but also having parents that were very supportive of what I was doing, uh, you know, meant a lot to me and credit a lot of my success to, uh, to them. Uh, I mean, my mom as well. Uh, she didn't, she didn't play as, as much tennis, but has been extremely supportive through, uh, through everything. So that's kind of how I got into things. And, um, you know, as I got older, things became more serious. Uh, I did play other sports. I played soccer and basketball uh, through age 14. Um, so I, for a lot of people that kind of turn their heads whenever I tell them I played other sports for, for that long, given that I was really traveling a lot starting at age 11 at 10 or 11 uh, for tennis. So when I say that, some people uh, kind of turn heads, but um, I think playing other sports allowed me the uh, ability to kind of get away from, um, you know, the pressures that come with playing any sport at a high level. Sure. Um, and I, it's, I did take the other sports seriously, but it was a little bit more of a, not only was it very good for uh, like a cross from a cross training standpoint, but just to get away from, I mean, uh, with what we do, I mean, it's hours and hours and hours a day of training and off court training. And uh, there's so much that, that goes into it just to be able to get away for a little bit was, uh, was very, very nice for me. Um, and, you know, kind of going through the whole process, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a big guy by any means. I'm, I'm five foot seven. Uh, I like to say I'm five eight on a good day, but very much, very much so five seven. You know, you know, you uh, gotta throw in that extra inch. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to, you have bio. to. So I tell, I like to tell people I'm five eight. Um, maybe with these new Nike shoes I got on, maybe I'm five eight. But um, you know, I'm not the most physically gifted. Um, you know, you see lots of lots of guys who have just monster serves that are six seven, six eight. I just don't have that. I just don't. And that's something that I will never possess. And, you know, I, I've at first it was kind of tough because a lot of people told me, um, 
I'll, I'll kind of tap out at a certain, certain level, just given my physical attributes. And that, that kind of brought me down when I was younger. Cause I was like, man, I, I put so much into this. I try so hard, but these people have kind of put a cap on where I'm going to end up. And uh, then uh, I started to use that kind of as a little bit of a chip on my shoulder um, that I needed to do a lot of other things better than um, people who maybe do uh, have more physical talent than, than I do. I have to put in lots more extra work um, and there's just really no time for me to, you know, maybe have the ups and downs that, um, you know, maybe some of these more physically gifted players have. Uh, so I, again, like I, I did use that as kind of a chip and I feel like that has really allowed me to progress the way that I have and, and continue to progress is because I feel like I train and I play with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder that, um, you know, I was, I was been told so many times I, that I'll only get so far. And, um, I, I kind of use that as, as fuel to the fire to continue to do everything that I can to progress. And, um, you know, I think we, I've, I've seen that in my game and I still love it. And, uh, and that's kind of gotten me to the, to the point where, where I'm at now. So that's just a little bit, a little bit of background. Absolutely. No, I think that's amazing, dude, because I think a lot of people are labeled certain ways, right? A lot of people are given stereotypes from a young age. And so, and what things did you do, I guess, mentally to kind of turn that from what many would see as a negative thing into something that you can use as motivation? What are some things you went through to do that? Yeah. And, uh, you know, at a, at such a young age, when I started to hear these things, it was very easy for me to kind of fall into letting that affect me and really listening what to what other people said I can or cannot do. Um, you know, so I, I really had to kind of mature pretty early in terms of, okay, I play this sport at a, at a high level. Um, and I want to continue to play. I have to knock out some of this negative talk that's coming in and have a better understanding of one who I'm talking to and two, who I, who I trust and who I let get to me and who I don't let get to me, you know? Um, so I, I feel like I did a pretty good job of kind of establishing a, a pretty tight circle um, of coaches and my friends that if they told me something, I would really kind of take it to heart, you know, it's like, all right, I should or should not change whatever, like, okay, I'll, I'll really think about that. But then there's also this other big group of people that are always like, talking, 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 talking. And you kind of just have to learn to, and I learned to just kind of block out whatever is going on. Cause they, a lot of them, one don't have never played at a very high level or just, they're just kind of talking to talk. And that's something I had to learn. Like, it's okay. People are going to say things to you that at first it might kind of hit, but then you just, you kind of, okay. Like a lot of people do talk to talk. So you just, kind of let it bounce off you and, and you just don't really take it as, as deep as you might with that kind of tighter knit circle. So that's, that's kind of the first way that I feel like I was able to find way, find a way to uh, kind of balance out what was being said to me. Um, and then uh, I really, I do feel like I'm already a pretty competitive person. Like when I, when I practice, when I play, like I, I play to win, I, I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. But um, at the same time, I, I feel like this kind of doubt that is clouded over me. Uh, by, I, uh, there's so many people would just count me out, count me out, count me out. 
Um, I just feel like that just always kind of added a little, it was, it's already kind of easy for me to put in that extra work because I care a lot and I, and I want to want to do well and I want to be a, be a high level professional tennis player, but it just kind of added, added a little bit extra. Um, and just using that uh, maybe what can be seen as those negative fuels and, and kind of flipping it into a positive, like, all right, like I'm, I, I kind of want to prove you wrong. Um, so just kind of flipping that, what could be, what could bring you down and seeing how you can flip it and it can actually end up, end up helping you. And I know it's really helped me. No, I think that's sick for sure. I mean, we see I think anybody who's seen, seen you play a tennis match knows that knows that energy and that, that fire that you bring. And I think that's awesome that you talk about number one, a support system. And I think like who you surround yourself with is so important. Obviously, you feel like you've got a great system at Illinois in, in uh, Brad and Mar- Marcos and your teammates and stuff. And how important is surrounding yourself with people that are going to push you up, Ben, in your success? Yeah, yeah, of, of course. I uh, I know I wouldn't be able to do anything that I do alone. It's just the plain, plain and simple. There's no, been no successful uh, athlete person that hasn't had help along the way like you cannot you can't do it all by yourself um and i'm very very lucky to say that i do have a very supportive circle around me i know there's maybe people who don't have that same situation i have very supportive parents i've um you know coaches back home where where i train and then i have brad and marcos illinois i have all my teammates um you know i've uh, the kids that i train with back home i've uh, you know friends that i've made through college tennis friends that i've made through professional tennis um you know i've I've really created a pretty strong circle of, of people that support me and I, and I support them too. And, you know, that just in tennis, just like any other sport, you have your days where you think that you're kind of, you might not be cut out for it. You have a bad loss or a bad week, bad two weeks, bad couple of weeks. And you, you have those people to kind of lean, lean on and they'll let you know that it's okay. Um, and just to kind of have that reassurance uh, that, you're doing the right things is it allows you to keep going because I've hit, I've feel like I've hit walls sometimes. And then there, there are people to back me up, say, keep pushing, keep pushing. And uh, okay. Okay. Um, so I'm just, I just very lucky to have that, have that circle and creating that circle. And it, it goes beyond just athletics, just having people that, you know, you can fall back on that can push you, that can make you better. Um, you know, I feel like that's a insanely important piece to any successful story. No, I completely agree. I think the, you're a product of what you surround yourself with and it comes a lot from what you do. It's your choice to surround yourself with that. And I think that's huge. And I think another piece you really talked about there that's so important is when you take those losses, right. And like you have those really rough periods, you know, and you have that chip on your shoulder and you, I know you for sure feel like you work harder than anyone. And so when you take those, how are you dealing with that? And kind of like you said, flipping that the same way you have with the catcher, how are you flipping that um, as, as positives? Cause so many people face adversity. In their life. Yeah. Yeah. I think in, uh, in junior tennis, like to be honest, I don't think that I really handled losses all that well. Uh, I really, it would take me time to, to get over, to get over losing. I, I would really be down for maybe a day or two after I was just, just kind of down in the dumps. I just took it so personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we play a sport that 
you know, we're very lucky to have a year-round schedule, and there's so many tournaments to play. I, I, I didn't take it for granted, but I just wanted to win so badly that when I lost, it just – it and I knew that I would, like, train really hard and I put in a lot of work. When I lost, it, it just really hit deep. Um, and it still does to this day. Every, every time I do lose, it stings. It never feels good. But I've kind of learned to accept the fact that when I look back at the last 10 years that I've played competitive tennis, I'd, I've won only a handful of tournaments, you know? Like, I've, I really haven't won. So you lose almost every single week or every time that you play. You, you lose a lot. You lose a lot. Um, you know, winning is nice, but you lose a lot. And there's just so many days that I had where I was just, just kind of down. I was just kind of down. Like, I would try hard, but I was just like, the self-doubt would kind of creep in, like, my cut for this and my made for this, all this stuff. And you can, you can learn just as much from sometimes getting your butt kicked than winning a match. You know, it's uh it's part of your, part of the process. It's um, you know, it's all a, all a learning experience. And if you can take those and really learn from them and not just be okay with losing, but like, how can I fix this? How can I be better? You can ultimately not only become tougher, but become a, better tennis player and I think that can be used in in all walks all walks of life so I, I think that's just all kind of been part of my maturing process I'm, I'm 22 now I'm not 16 17 whenever I would literally just kind of be in a ball just a ball of tears after losing matches I just I'm, I'm older now I've I've lost so many more times since then so maybe I've just gotten a little bit more used to it but um just figuring out ways to not beat yourself down because we play such a difficult sport that if you beat yourself, you don't want to be the one to beat yourself. You know, like you have to all the time be uplifting and there's always another, another tournament to look forward to another week. Again, we play a year round schedule. There's lots of tennis to be played. So figuring out again, how to turn in those, what can be seen as negative situations into a positive can, um, you know, really accelerate. I feel like your, your success long-term. That's an unreal attitude to take because you talk so much about like the process and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, when they think, you know, oh, they have like this purpose, this goal, like so many of us do, and that like those bumps in the roads can be really defeating. Like you said, it's going to sting. But at the end of the day, you talked about how really like the, some of those are probably the biggest growth moments um, yeah. of your career, right? And so I think, um, that's just a really, really cool point for anybody listening uh, to take. And it's so motivating because really like if you take it that way, then you never lose. You're either winning or you're learning. Right. And I think that's for all life. And so I guess, you know, the next thing I would ask is, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, as you go into, I guess soon, you know, you have one more, one more season of college coming up, but you're going to go on to the pro circuit. And so, what kind of lessons have you learned with throughout, you know, going into a new chapter of life that you think that you can take, um, you know, moving into the pro ranks? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, the last four summers, uh, I mean, ever since I've been in college, I, I've never had like a traditional internship, like a lot of kids have, um, you know, I'll just play professional events, um, during the summer, all summer, I'll just play. And I feel like I've gotten a good feel of what life is like on tour um, just using that time to play and play and play and play. And I played plenty of professional events. Now I have a pretty good understanding of what life is like. And 
honestly, I, I feel like college has not not only college tennis, but college in general has prepared me well beyond. I feel like what I would need to be successful. Um, we, you know, just as well as anybody, we we manage. We have so much going on in our in our days um, at school, just balancing tennis and school and social life and lifting and all this. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, like we are just jam packed. Once we get it up, we're busy and we are booked all day, like very little free time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like having, I mean, it was, it was very chaotic, chaotic at times. You just feel like, wow, I have no time in my day. Um, I feel like that has prepared me so well for professional tennis and beyond just uh, it's funny I've been in Dominican for three days now and like I, I have chunks in my day where I, I am free like I, I really I don't have anything planned yeah. so how can I feel how can I fill this time with doing something productive you know like how can I continue even in this free time I now feel like I need to like all right I need to fill my schedule with things to do not just sit around like, all right, let's try to find something to do as opposed to just kind of sitting around, you know? Um, so I feel like just that not only time management, but uh, being okay with having a busy schedule and having a lot going on and juggling and accepting that and kind of owning it, owning it and being okay with it. Um, Cause professional tennis is crazy. You have a lot going on. You got to manage your body. You got to manage your tennis. You got to manage your schedule. You have a lot, you have a lot of things going on. Um, but kind of in that, in that downtime that you do have, like, how can you, how can you continue to fill that time? Um, so that's, uh, I feel like the, some of the biggest lessons that I've learned, especially in my time in, in college is, you know, being, being okay with that, being okay with the, the chaos, accepting it and figuring out how you can continue to better yourself. I don't know, man. I think it's really awesome to kind of see like the parallels you talk about just, how with your attitude towards, you know, tennis or life or anything, you know, moving into different situations. And so I guess, do you feel like the way that you face these situations and your attitude is what really dictates, um, you know, how you're judging your success on a, on a daily basis rather than. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say I, I, I used to be wins and losses would 100% be how I judge my, success if i'm winning like things are good if i'm losing things aren't good um but i I think that's where a lot of my growth has come is now uh, it's more about how my game's progressing like am i doing the right things every day am i uh, i feel like i've tried to veer away from so much focus on oh i have to win this match because i'm supposed to win this match like oh i might be playing a tougher opponent today like I, I just feel like getting all caught up in that really uh, it, one, it made me uh, so much more nervous, like going into the match. Like I'd be so nervous because I feel like I have to win this match. Or I have to win this match. Or, like this guy's better. Like I hope I go close with him. Yeah. And uh, as a result of that, I would end up playing, playing much further below the level that I know that I can play at. Um, so now it's, I judge myself more on what I, my day to day, preparations like what am i doing how am i preparing am i doing the right things and if i if i do that that gives me so much confidence going into a big match is like i know i've done 
but I can't just go out there and play now. Like, don't worry about the wins and losses. Like, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But if you're taking care of what you need to take care of, you feel like you're progressing, then it's a it's it's really just a matter of time, you know, till you feel like you're reaching higher and higher levels. Um, so that's I feel like more of what I judge my success on now as opposed to the way that I did in saying junior tennis. I think that's what you learn as you grow up, right? Is controlling those controllables and, you know, really learning because I think you really don't have any control over what's happening, you know, a lot of the time. Like we said, you know, right. traveling with the, with college tennis, pro tennis, you're going to forget some rackets, something's going to happen. And I think like you talked about is just controlling um, that can really be confidence. So I guess, you know, kind of one of the last questions here is, you know, if, with that kind of mentality um, in whatever you do, so do you feel like, you can be content if you gave it everything you have and you controlled all of those as well as the best of your ability that you can be, you can have confidence and really realize that you did everything, uh, you know, go out, win, lose, whatever, um, yeah, knowing that you're did your best. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, I can, of course, like I said, like I said earlier, when I lose, it still stings a lot. It stings just as much as it did whenever I would kind of let it get to me a lot more when I was a little bit younger, it still sings a lot. It still sings a ton every time I lose, but I can find peace knowing that, okay, if I did prepare, did everything that I could fought hard, like I always do, it's, it's okay. You know, it's, you'll be all right. And then you move on to, okay, how can I be better? How can I be better? And just being kind of obsessed with this idea of your growth um, not only on the court, but kind of off the court, like your mentality off the court too. Like, how can I be better? And just kind of becoming obsessed with that idea um, is, uh, I think, a big credit to my success. And with without, and that's all all things that the people around me have given me. So again, like I'm just very very thankful to have have that group that has kind of instilled that in me. And now I can take that and use that for myself. And then one day, then I'll be hopefully I'll be. Uh, preaching to uh to kind of the next generation to to try to try to do the same so yeah, I, that's awesome shout out to i mean that just reminds me of your boy marcos over there with his ernest shackleton book i don't know if you ever had to read you of course of course yes 100 percent, 100 percent. yes that, yes awesome. and uh yeah i mean kind of moving into the last question here is so for anybody listening that's going through a tough time or going through an adversity whether it be in their athletic life school life anything What's the best piece of advice you think that you could give them? I think the, the best piece of advice that I can give anybody that's going through a tough period of time, athletics or not, uh, I, I think it's to talk and communicate. Um, know, the, know your circle and know those that you hold closest and, and be okay with being a little bit vulnerable. You know, like don't just hold it all. Don't just hold it all in and hope that things get better because the more you – hold hold on to things it just kind of eats at you and eats at you and eats at you um i'm not saying go talk to a random stranger about like all your problems know that your closest friends who will talk you through things and and be okay with telling them that you're not doing okay or you need help with whatever it may be if it's tennis or athletics go to your coach like i'm struggling right now can you help me like how can how can we get through this if you're struggling with anything else school whatever talk to your parents your closest friends reach out um, being okay with being a little bit vulnerable, I think is probably my biggest piece of advice through any struggle. Cause I, I used to think that showing any kind of weakness, you're just like seen as like this, you weren't tough, you know, but 
how how else are you going to get through some things if you don't, you know, like you, again, like that's why you have these people in your life that are there to, you, you have to have people that help you guide help guide you through things. Um, and that's something that I feel like I've learned and, and am much more okay with doing now is talking to people whenever I'm not doing okay. So, so you have help. It's okay to have help um, along the way. Uh, of course, at some point, yeah, you do need to figure some things out on yourself, but it's, it's never, never a bad time to, to reach out if you're not doing okay. So. I mean, so relatable, dude. I think not only in athletics, but just our society is, you know, built on, yeah, you got to be tough. Like, don't show weakness. Don't show vulnerability. When Oh, yeah. There, I think there's so much power in vulnerability. And, oh, know, 100%. It's unbelievable how much you and people around you move forward in a much faster way than you ever would have when you're kind of like helping each other through it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, my closest friends, like they're reaching out to me all the time about things. I'm, And it, that's why we're so close. Cause I know that they'll reach out if things are, and I can reach out to them too. That's the, my closest friends. Like I, I know that they would, if they're ever struggling. So that's, uh, that's definitely the power and being okay with that. Exactly. Man. And that's how you learn. I think at the end of the day is like, how can you learn about, you know, what you're going, if it's something new that you're going through, how can you learn about it? If you don't speak to anyone that's been through it, you know, you can really learn. Right. I agree. Man. And I think that's, you know, the whole point of what we're doing here on the podcast is, you know, you've had these experiences that I think so many people can learn from and take, you know, your attitude. Yeah. You know, I mean, man, I'm sure I've told you before, it's just unbelievable. And, you know, so, so proud of just uh, everything you've done, you know, as a friend and a, and a player, dude. But Thanks, man. Well, I'm, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be on here and, uh, you know, to be here with you. It's, uh, it means a lot. I've been following, so it's, uh, it's cool for me to, to be on here. I, uh, I appreciate you reaching out. Yes, sir, man. I'm beyond pumped to get, uh, have everyone listen. And uh, good luck in Dominican. Absolutely crush it, dude. Take some souls. You got it, baby. Thanks for having me. All right, you got it. Talk soon, my man. Peace.